You're listening to Money Making Mothers with Carla Edwards, where we discuss the highs and lows of being a working parent, how to master the art of spinning plates, and remind ourselves that just because you became a mother does not mean your dreams no longer exist. You can have it all. Hi everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Money Making Mothers, where I am joined by Francesca, also known as DJ Fran, who is running her own accountancy firm. She is so positive. She has a very good outlook on life of just post it, the journey is real. And she also has an obsession with grenade bars. But I think you're going to like this one. Hello, I'm Francesca from Future Cloud Accounting. Um, we started the business last April 2019. Um, so it's very big adventure of being me, letting myself go, basically. Um, I've got two children, Isabella, nearly 15 now, and my son is 11. And I went back studying when they were five and two and started a whole new career. I didn't, um, are you from? Sorry, I'm, I'm through off there. I didn't realise you had a daughter that old. Yeah, she's 15 next month. Oh, yeah. 35, 36 on Tuesday. You don't look 36. Don't I? How old are you? I'm 30. Yeah, oh, I'll take that. No, I thought you my age. I'll take that. Amazing, right, so... Thank you very much for coming on. Um, I think me personally, I follow you on LinkedIn and I think you're absolutely incredible what you do on there, the content and your interaction with people is just, you always make me smile. And I can see with everyone else, like you really create a nice buzz, which is good, especially in, you know, the way things are at the minute with people being quite negative and the way the world is, but never mind. Mm -hmm. But what I want to know is why you do what you do what made you start doing the business and how did you get to that point if I'm honest I literally woke up um let's go back 11 years 10 years and thought I don't want to feel like this anymore because I was brought up that you need a rich man Italian side of the family um my dad's not about but he's Italian so I don't really see my dad and I was, I brought up, my mum like, did the little jobs and my dad was the owner of the restaurants, he had restaurant businesses. And I thought I was sick of relying on, so they were my ex at the time. So I've got two kids, two different dads, I'll be honest. Um, made a couple of mistakes there, bad boys. And um, they earned the money and I felt like I'll just do my little job. But I knew deep down they were, I had more about me. I was very bright at school. I, put my, I kept my head down. I was a bit of a class clown, but I, I hung around with like, so I was half popular, but then half a geek, if that makes sense. So I, I really worked hard at school. But I, then I just left school and fell into these wrong traps and these wrong crowds of friends, I think, and had kids. So I was pregnant by 20, had my daughter, that was a failed relationship. Then had my son at 23, 24, gave birth at 24. And then at age 25, so he was one, I thought, I was working at a dentist on reception and I just looked out the window and I just thought, I need more than this. So literally went back to studying 10 years ago. So I did AAT at my local college and graduated three years later, basically. So it's like a uni degree. Um, Bought my first house when I was 29. So that was, that took me eight, that was a vision of eight years, basically. 
So the day I thought, so I went back studying, I was on tax credit, so literally had no money. I counted every penny, yet still managed to save money. Even if it was 20 quid a week, I was saving it towards a deposit for the house. Took eight years. Um, I was single for three years while I studied. I didn't go out, didn't, didn't really, I had a couple of dates because I was set up with dates because I felt like I was damaged goods. How awful is that? Because I've got two kids by two different men and they weren't very nice people. So I thought no one's going to want to get with me, <laughs> if I'm honest. Yeah, so I think the confidence came probably when I graduated, I think. I landed my dream job, actually, in, co in a corporate world. So Duncan and Topless, I tried to get in there twice. It's a practice where you do your accountancy. Um, and I think the reason why I got the job was because a friend of a friend got me in the door to meet, to meet me. And they liked my personality, not because of what was on, my, on paper. Yeah. And I think they saw that I was, I said to them, I'll do whatever it takes. And I and literally started there in 2013. I must have asked that many questions because I wanted to fast track because the, the, you normally go to these jobs as a gra like graduate. Obviously, I went later in life. They weren't used to it. Um, I grafted my arse off there and I used to sit there and go, why are they doing accounts like this? <laughs> but I thought... Who am I to say? Because it, I'm new to the career, but I just couldn't believe how long-winded everything was and not simple enough. And they didn't really speak English. And I was like, you can joke with a client, you know, it's fine. But because they didn't, I, I was so anxious around certain people there. It was a nightmare. So when you got into the job in the corporate side of things, did that give you more confidence to, you know, to do for yourself, for you to start creating something that you thought would be better and you and would be more effective for, for accounts. Yeah, I did. And it's almost like there was so many times I thought, why am I doing this? I'm like, because I remember when I got the job at Duncan and Topless, he said, you're going to drop in salary, you know, you're going to be on lower, you're going to be on lower pay than people younger than you. And I went, yeah, I know. I was literally on like 12 grand a year. Yeah. Yeah. But obviously I had tax credits to bump it up all the time. It was just horrendous. And I hated doing, I hate, hated it. That, obviously I doubled that within two, within a year or two, I doubled it because they, obviously I grafted and said that I need more money now. Like I'm at this stage now, I want to do this now. I was talking to clients. I was putting myself in networking. Um, I was asking to put me in the payroll, put me in personal tax now. Can I do this? Can I meet that client? Can I come with you for meetings? Can I do this? anxious all the time thinking what am I doing but I must have subconsciously known it would get me somewhere but I didn't know where if that makes if that makes sense no, it does it does because at the end of the day if, you, if you're putting yourself in enough places you're gonna get somewhere that's gonna open the door eventually people give you opportunities what did you how did your business start then so how did when did you get to a point and think right I'm gonna do it on my own so 2016, I started using cloud accounting. I got, no, 2015, I got introduced to zero, and I thought, I need to learn this, the ins and outs. If you can use your bloody phone to do accounts, we're laughing. And, but no one else cared about it like I did. I said, we've got to use zero. It's amazing. Like, let's, I really loved it. I loved the fact that apps, because I was very forward thinking anyway. And it got to... 2018, I had a really bad breakup. So 
God. It's funny how bad things, bad times can lead you to great opportunities. It's usually the case, though. Yeah. So basically, three weeks before my wedding, <laughs> it's like I'm making it up. I wish I was. Um, the guy I was marrying basically left me. What? So just, it, it changed a little bit about three months before the wedding. I noticed, obviously, there was, it wasn't himself because he was, he basically was on Instagram and he wanted to be like a Insta model or whatever you call it. He was not him. I knew he wasn't a real person. So basically the typical, what you see posted on Instagram wasn't who I knew and I couldn't hack that. And he kept doing it more and more. And I was like, you don't even talk like that, mate. What's going on? And I was thinking, I'm marrying this guy and he's changed overnight, literally. So three, four weeks before the wedding, I think it was Mother's Day as well, March the 10th, 2018, I literally said, I feel like you don't love me. And I said, if you don't feel that you want to get married, then you need to go. Because it was in my house, obviously. I bought my house. He didn't have a house. Um, and if you don't want me, post the key and go. I'll leave. Obviously, I was in bits. I wasn't saying it quite so strong. Yeah. Um, but I left and came back home four or five hours later and he's gone. Oh, my yeah. God. And then I broke down, obviously. Had my cry. Had a honeymoon to Maldives, booked Maldives or Mauritius. I think it was Mauritius, sorry. Um, booked for three days after the wedding date. Oh. Um and the funniest thing is, I can laugh now. <laughs> My wedding was booked for Friday the 13th of April. How random. <laughs> Maybe it was a date I picked. It's like not like, <laughs> it doesn't sound like it's real. Oh, it, honestly, I, I, there's another story I could tell you, but that after that, I, you, I fueled all my energies, not in crying and moaning and being sad and down for too long. Actually, I'm worth more than this. It didn't happen for a reason. And I just got me head down and actually carried on learning at work, put myself out there. And it kind of fed me like to do more and to go, be a bit like, I'll show, without thinking at the time, it must have been a bit of a kick. I'll show you because I don't need a man yeah. to make and work on myself because I think I still had a lot of self-doubts of who I was if that makes sense yeah and but yeah planning me business leaving Duncan Topless so yeah that's how it kind of kicked me a little bit further up the bum bum and as and how did it how did it pan out like during when you first set out doing it and you were obviously setting up going through what you were going through did it was it a lot to handle or did it did you just throw yourself in it with that much that you didn't even see what was going on around? I, I didn't even see, like, some of my friends came around to see me after he left and stuff, and they said, oh, my God, I can't believe how strong and positive you are. We thought you'd be picking up off the floor. And I was like, but I knew deep down, and all women do, you get this gut feeling, and loads of us ignore the gut instincts, the gut feelings, the red flags. I knew he wasn't right for me. So rather than dwelling and going, crying that he left me and he hurt me. No, we hurt each other. It's a two-way street, really. You've got to see that actually it didn't work for a reason. Not just because of him. We just wasn't a match. Just face it and move on yeah, as quick you as you can. Being positive out of it. Like, you, you know, you've, you've, you've opened a business, whether that was because of him or because of the breakup, it's irrelevant, really. You've got something very good to show from a bad time. Yeah. So, but... The, it wasn't obviously the drive there 
came from mishaps in the past, but I do believe in helping clients in a better way. And that's what drives me now. And it did at the time. And I think showing the passion, being a different accountant, you can handhold your clients. You can be their mates if you want to be their friends um, and put them first. That's what's grown the business. And honestly, we grew dead fast. Yeah, it's gone. Is the how many work there? Is it just you or is there? So that me and my business partner, so she used to work for Duncan and Topless Lincoln and she left four years before me. So we came from the same um, business, which is great. And we started April 2019 and by November we'd hired two and got an office, only a small office. And then we've hired another two over lockdown. And then we're hiring someone else as we speak, hopefully, when we can find them. And we're getting an apprentice, but we're using that new kickstart scheme. Oh, amazing. So, yeah. Yeah, really, isn't it? Well, what age? The journey is real. Jesus. So, how do you find juggling motherhood, building the business, like, obviously, getting to create, get the balls to leave and go and set it up. But what, what about the kids? Like, how has motherhood been affected by that? Um, I had to sacrifice uh, time with them, let's be honest. I put a lot of effort into this. You can't think to yourself, I'm going to start a business, but I'm still going to have every day with the kids. And you can't, you can't do it all. And you've got to be very, you've got to be very vocal with them and communicate. So I sat them down. They know what I'm doing. They know I'm working hard. We're very honest with each other. Some days we fall out, and honestly, I don't even feel like turning the laptop on. I think, oh, my God, they're falling out. They're having a go at me. You, f- you get mum guilt, yeah. but only you can make yourself feel guilty. That's how I, I've learned now. Why are you guilty? Are you happy? Yes. Do you want to work more hours that day? Yes, I do. So why are you moaning? Why are you worrying? Did, are the kids happy? Yeah. That's it. You've got to do what you want to do. I don't give a shit what people do on social media with their kids, baking, cutting, sticking. If it's not you, it's allowed, isn't it? Simple as that. That's how I manage because I'm honest with them. They're great kids. They are great. And they're older. So they're not around my feet, but you still have to drive them everywhere like a frigging taxi. (laughs) And do they support you? Do they understand like what you're doing and and, uh, behind you on it? 100%. My son is very much like me honestly is is amazing my daughter's opposite funny enough she's probably more like a dad to be honest and she's a bit more she's very insecure she doesn't just post it that's what I use her friends appreciate what I'm doing more than she does because I think she's a little bit embarrassed but I think she secretly loves it as well that makes sense social media presence yeah yeah, because a lot of people, so just explain the social media a bit. So basically, last year I started the business and I started, I, I just did a, a really random video basically saying, I've just gone self-employed, I'm going to do this, this, this and this and prove this is how you build a business. And to my word, I followed my own steps because I, I kind of know how to build a business. I just, I just do. I've read a lot of things as well and I learned a lot through my old job. And um, so I do the hashtag, the journey is real. But as things have progressed, I'm very informal anyway. I just started doing more silly things just to get a smile and people encourage me. So obviously my daughter will see the odd one on Instagram and that, but she does support, she does like it. She does, because she's not on Facebook, but on Instagram, she does. But then, for example, I've been going into schools to help 
the year 10s and 11s. So me and my business partner, Charlotte, did a presentation and it was the year above her at the time. And I know she was a bit embarrassed about it, you know, because she, the lads will go, oh, I've seen your mum or she's well fit. That's what she told me. <laughs> I'm like, that is cringe, actually. So I can imagine it's embarrassing, but all her, her girlfriends, they love it. They love seeing that her mum's doing all these different things and encouraging, but I can imagine it is a bit embarrassing for them, isn't it? Yeah, well, because they probably don't know how to handle it, and it's at that age as well. Everything, yeah, like anything and everything. So she probably is very proud of you. She just doesn't. She doesn't know how to show it. I know that. Yeah, as much. But yeah, is it, is it not as just for anyone who isn't who is worried about having you know going for a career and who have children and all the mum guilt. Would you say as long as you're open and honest and vocal about you know what is happening and about being honest with the journey with them that it's yeah. yeah, it's 100% doable. You have to make sacrifices though, so you can't be on a thousand pound a month, let me say, for for saving and then spend all your money. You need to have that flash handbag and you need to have the flash things. You, and your kids can't have everything they want. But if you vocalise that with them and keep visioning what you're going to get at the end of it, I know my, so this year, for example, me and the kids were booked to go to Dominican Republic. But a few years back, I'm going to Turkey, Butlins, the £10 deal out the sun. You know, obviously we didn't go, God damn it. But I, I visioned that one year I'm taking them to the Caribbean and I, and I achieved it in a year. My business only opened last year, you know. Unbelievable. To do the things you want to do, you have to really be honest with yourself and even the little ones. You can achieve so much if you need to ask for help as well. So so my son plays football and he had to sometimes travel 20 minutes up the road. So we ended up doing like a drop off with different parents. So I didn't have to do every one. Ask for support. People are willing to help you and don't care what they think. If they think, oh, not again, you can't pick them up. Let them think that. You know, I'm, I'm not bothered because we're happy. The kids are happy. Until they say to me, oh, you never support me, then I'll, I'll, I'll rein it back. Yeah. You know? At the end of the day, that is all I'm at, isn't it? Because what you're doing it for is for you and your children. And as long as you and your children are happy, then that's all that matters. People can have the views and opinions from the outside, but when they're not living in your house and they're not going through your journey, you and the kids are. That's all exactly that. exactly another bit of advice is be around people even lose friendships if you have to or boyfriends or whatever because so many people would have held me back 10 years ago trust me the comments was unreal the judgmental people and then and it, i've learned to be less judgmental just it, so i can do what i'm doing what was you gonna say carla it's really hard to shrug that off though because sometimes when it's like close friends, family, people who you, you know, could have, could have put your life on that they'd have supported you a hundred percent. They don't. Um, I get more support of people I don't know. It's crazy. Like I hear that, honestly, from most interviews that I've done, I hear that a lot. Um, I've only been, like, I've been self-employed for two years. Yeah. It has been a struggle because you the, the thing the problem is i think sometimes is you expect that people understand why you're doing it and they don't nobody understands why you're doing it apart from you yeah 
and it's when they don't get it, it's not because sometimes it's not because they're not supporting you or they, they don't want you to do well. It's just because they don't have the mindset you have. And yeah. my husband always says to me all the time, yeah, but not, they're not you. They don't think yeah. you aren't. You I get that. <laughs> to like think, oh, I'm yeah. not why. Yeah. We're all should be like this. <laughs> I'm right. I'm right. <laughs> like, why does it make sense? But it's true, they don't. And it's like, I think that's really difficult for people to sort of, just think, you know what, as long as I'm happy and I know my why, that's all that matters. You can just keep going and keep going. As, and, and like you said, as long as your kids are happy, then that's all that matters. Sod everyone else. 100%. In terms of the journey, especially the hashtag, the journey is real. What's been the hardest part? The hardest part? The hardest part was putting myself out there because... What you see is what you get. And the thought of someone not liking the real me hurt. I, I see a lot of people put in, I don't care what people think, blah, blah, blah. They're very brash and whatnot. But that's probably because they're acting a little bit. You know, you see a lot of actors on social media just so they can get that sale. And I think if I actually care because it, it's being vulnerable. I'm being vulnerable. I say so much. And I really want to help others be inspired. I've always thought that. So that was the hardest bit because sometimes I'd put, put a post and think, oh, yeah. I need to delete it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. No, it's fine. You've just been honest. Leave it. Get a grip. And I've had like a post and I didn't get any likes or something. And I think, so? Does it matter? You're not doing it for the likes. You're doing it because you want to share that content and that one person might see it. Fine. Yeah. Move on. But you're I'm not going to get likes on day one. No one knows who the frig you are. Get get a grip. <laughs> How did you get the balls to do it? I, I don't... That's a thing, right? I don't know. I don't know because it is hard. I just thought, so what? I kept thinking, so what? If Do you like you? Yes, I like me. I, I laugh at myself. And that is really sad, isn't it? I still... <laughs> I didn't see something and post it and I'm laughing for ages at my own content. <laughs> I cringe at myself, but then I think that's so what? It's you'll get over it. People can forget about it. Go again. Try different things, but use your own personality. Don't copy. In, get influenced by people. You don't need to copy. Who is who is your biggest like have you got somebody who motivates you or influences you in a good way? Um, I love Joe Wicks, body coach. You're fitness, aren't you? Yeah, I love fitness. It oh, helps me mentally. Oh, grenade bars. What? What's the obsession with the grenade bars? I don't. I don't know. I started. I chucked, who gave me one? I can't remember. I think it was last year. The bloody expensive though. But um, I just thought it was a nice substitute to chocolate. I love chocolate. I do. I'm obsessed. So I don't know. And I loved. I love Aaron, Alan Barrett. So I looked into the owner read about the backstory and then it made me more obsessed i think that's what it was i saw his story on linkedin and i thought because it, it took them 10 years and and the thing is people see that we started our business last month uh, last year sorry but actually for 10 years i've been grafting and working and and that's how long it's took i didn't shout about it 10 years ago because you kind of do stuff behind the scenes so that's probably why i'm so confident out there because i know my stuff 
because I've done the groundwork. I haven't just made it up and thought, oh, I need a sale. I'm literally genuine with everything I've done. That's why it's good that you're doing what you're doing on social media because a lot of people, like I said to you at the beginning of this, they see success and it seems so unattainable and so far away because it's like, oh, how have you got, like, you're doing this, you're doing that, you've got this, you've got that. Well, yeah, but you're only you're only noticing me now. You weren't yeah. noticing me when yeah. I was saving every penny and, and I was, you know, studying, working, being a mum. Like, nobody yeah. that bit. You only see yeah. the good stuff now, which is what, yeah. it's not even that people are only posting the good stuff. Is that I think sometimes people have selective viewing and they see all this, like, oh, it's, how do you do it? Well, you know, the same way everybody else has done. It's just, you, don't, you haven't seen the shitty side of it. You're just seeing the... Yeah. 100 million percent. So much goes on behind the scenes for genuine people. Trust me. Not one pound has been given to me. Not one pound. I did it all myself. And it's been hard graft. Like, lots of blood, sweat and tears and sacrifices. Um, You know, I had to be on my own for a long time and keep my head down. I, I actually had an eating disorder in 2011 while I was studying because I think I couldn't control anything else so you control food but I managed to get through that you know there's loads of things you you kind of go through just to get better the other side that's amazing that though so you battled that as well yeah it's all on my Instagram like I did a post on it a couple of years ago actually my Instagram's more fitness and personal as well but more fitness rather than LinkedIn's business and personal um, yeah, it took me about two to three years to get over that. What was it? What eating disorder? Um, well, it's anorexia, but not to the fact point I wasn't eating. It's because I thought anorexia was not eating and bulimia is making yourself sick. Never would do that because I that, I hate being sick. Um, but I just restricted, so I was more malnourished. I like took away carbs and I ran loads, ran all the time. I was a ridiculous runner. Now I, I don't even run. Barely, I, I can walk, but I don't run. <laughs> Yeah, but you look class though. You go to the gym and that, don't you? Yeah, I love the gym. I only started the gym properly 2016 to help build my mental strength because I was going. <laughs> I'm not laughing because it sounds like I'm making it up. Do you want to know why I started the gym? Yeah, go for Because my wonderful son, and he is freaking amazing, got cancer in 2016 at age six. So I thought. I need to do steps, I need to do something for me. And I started the gym, and that's where my love of the gym came from. True story. Um, is he all right? Is oh, he's, he's, yeah, Hodgkin's lymphoma. I don't know if you've heard of that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so basically, he had lumps in his neck, and they it took them 12 weeks to diagnose it because they thought it was just swollen glands because at that kind of age for boys, it can happen. Um, and then once they, they started growing and looking really abnormal um so we got di- he got diagnosed in i think it was may 2016 by the october he got the all clear because we had six months of chemo and whatnot oh my god yeah and that's when i was at duncan and topless and i just started my cloud accounting journey he still went to school because i didn't keep him wrapped up in cotton wool and i still managed to go to work obviously in between going to treatments and supporting him and Obviously, he lost his hair, so we had we had to like put a cap on for him for school because he was a bit embarrassed, and we went for all that. But again, positivity gets you everywhere. Oh my god, that must have been horrific, though. Mm. Oh god, yeah. 
And yeah, so all these things have happened in my life. And I think even now talking about it, I'm like, what? What the hell happened? You know, the marriage breakup, my son going through an eating disorder, obviously studying and, and buying a hat. But there's positives like that can come from things. So it's like if I can do all that, people out there have just make bullshit excuses all the time. Yeah. You can do absolutely anything if you put your mind to it and Jesus, like what you've yeah. been told. Like that's that's a parent's worst nightmare, isn't it? And Oh my good God. The only C word I know about is cancer. COVID can do one. But you know what? I've been thinking about posts. I've never shared it on LinkedIn like as a, a, a video or post. And I'm going I'm, I will do it. I do struggle to talk about that. If so, like, I, I want to say it because obviously I've brought it up. I want to say it because it's the truth of like going to the gym and why I do the what things I do. But it is hard. It is hard to talk about it. And I feel like people are going to go, oh, what are you saying about that for? You just want sympathy. Bloody hell no. Because if you knew me when it was happening, I did just try and keep it behind the scenes at the time when really I could have shared a lot more. No, but nobody, I mean, if anybody thought that the absolute arseholes are not mm. really worth thinking about, but I've, I'm gobsmacked at that. Absolute, I would have never, ever known that. Like I said, I've never, you, you haven't put it anywhere on social media, but. No, it, I've talked about it on a couple of podcasts though. I have. I find that easier when I'm with somebody. It's weird. <laughs> is, he, is he like mentally and everything? Is, did he have any, is he okay? Nope. Honestly, I, I posted and I wish you could meet him. He's so kind, generous, loving. We don't talk about it. He's not a victim to it. Um, I, sometimes I forget that he had it. This is the amazing thing about it. And so does he. I know he does. If I overthink it and overworry it every, because he has a checkup all the time, I would not get anywhere in life because if I kept thinking, oh, it's going to come back. Because people do do things like that if they've had it or someone's had it in their lives. You do start, you can go down that road. Oh my God, will he be able to have kids? Will he, you can't, what if, what if, I don't use those words. He's well now, he's well today, he's strong, he plays football. He was head boy in year six, that made me proud. He is awesome, honestly, <laughs> I just love him. Oh, well, thank God he's everything turned out all right. Everything come out better at the end. Yeah. Six months of hell. Oh, yeah, it was hell at the time. Oh, you are better being positive and, and not worrying about the what ifs because you can't control them and you can't do anything about them anyway. So you've just got exactly. to go with it and make the best of it. Yeah. If if you're... You might struggle. There'll be loads of things for you for this. But if your mm. children could learn anything from you, what would it be and why? Dare to be different, I suppose. Like, you don't have to look like everybody else. You don't have to do what you, your friends are doing. Um, put yourself out there and believe that you can achieve whatever you put your mind to. I swear down, I never thought I would have money. I never thought it. Now, I'm not loaded by no means. I know that the company is doing well. It's worth going to be worth a lot of money. Um I still, I still scrimp and scrape like I've got them all. <laughs> I don't buy designer. Um, kids, I say the same to them. I just think they'll learn to appreciate everything they've got and just be different. It's okay. I'll think of something different later. That's annoying, isn't it? You know, because it's freestyle. It's all like 
but daring to be different, I believe, is amazing, but you've got to have the confidence to do it. So really, it's making them be confident in themselves enough to not give a shit, really. Yeah. I am who I am, and that's the end of it. Like, it can be different, but if you're not confident in who you are, you're not going to show it to anyone. Yeah, 100%. My son's there. My daughter's not quite there yet. Girls and I'll work on it with her. Girls are hard aware. Yeah. Bitches. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's sweet, bless her. She's so sweet. But, like, you, obviously, you're going to show her anyway, like you are, and that, like you have been, and that you'll, you, will, you will keep doing it. The journey is real, and it's not... Yeah. And it is hard to have the confidence in yourself sometimes, but you're not, you know, you've got to be your biggest fan, haven't you? Oh, I say that all the time. Cheer, just be like, be your own cheerleader. It's, it's okay. If it comes across vain, I don't care. Share, share what you're up to. Because the reason why I don't care in that respect is because that is genuine and real. But you will feel vulnerable putting yourself out there. And that is a normal feeling. Even the most confident, cocky, arrogant people are vulnerable and feeling like, ooh. Yeah. It's a natural thing to feel uncomfortable, but usually when you push through, well, one thing I've learned over the past couple of years is when you're at your most uncomfortable, that's usually where you'll break through better because it's being uncomfortable. It's like onion peeling like you're peeling back another layer and that uncomfortableness goes away but it's get pushing through it and just rising with it and thinking right it's not going to feel like this forever and then yeah. when you come out the other end of it you feel you know you feel like you've achieved something and you and you you naturally become more confident because you've overcome something that originally was very scary yeah 100 percent. it's the same in the gym it feels uncomfortable lifting weights it really does you don't want to pop a vein or you want to do it all delicate like women do, don't they? But when you really get uncomfortable, that's where the growth, your muscles grow. And that's where you feel, you definitely feel more stronger. I'm so glad I started training in the gym four years ago. I know it was under a weird circumstance, but it do whatever it takes to make you feel confident and happy. Because if you're not happy and confident, your kids won't have the best version of you. I just want to be a better person all the time. Yeah. A happy, a happy mum is happy kids, though, isn't it? Yeah. So but I'm not a cutting, baking kind of mum. No, me neither, love. <laughs> <laughs> My husband bakes. I don't bake. Like, I can't. I don't. Do you know what it is? It's weird. I don't have the patience. I do not have the patience for it. Like, I'll sit, I don't. I'll sit and colour and, and do stuff like that. But, like, patience level for baking and following instructions where I can't just, like, wing it and put my own spin on what I want to do. I'm just yeah. not. I tried in lockdown to do it and it turned out green. Like, yeah, out green. And my oh brother, my god, oh, you've done something wrong there. What have you done? I was like, oh, I put a bit more ice, uh, it was coloring. I put some more coloring so I wanted it to be bright pink. And she went, I told you, Carla, that that wouldn't work. And I was like, I thought I'd be better at it. I wasn't, I don't think. Bless yeah. But um, it's been amazing having you on and I've really like i've found out a lot more about you than i thought i would so thank you for being so open and honest it's been that's all right but if people want to find you and see obviously yeah you are, where will they be able to get you well let me do a shout out to michelle carter Mwah, blowing your kiss. <laughs> <laughs> number one fan number one fan bless her <laughs> so where will i find you love linkedin Search Francesca Tricarico. Oh, God, that's a bit of a mouthful. You'll tag me on LinkedIn, though, won't you, Carla? Yeah. 
social, your um, Instagram's fran.bella84. And then I'm on Facebook if you want to find me. Future Cloud, look under Future Cloud as well. My name will be on there. Or, or Google me. Brilliant. <laughs> Brilliant. Or hashtag journey is real. You'll come up somewhere on there, won't you? Yeah, 100%. I'll be there. But not- I'll say hello if you've listened in. No, it's been amazing. Thank you so much, love. And, um- You're welcome. You have been listening to the Money Making Mothers podcast with Carla Edwards. If you have enjoyed the show, then leave a five-star review on iTunes. Make sure to tune in next time and don't forget, you can have it all.